0: Well, good morning, church. If we have not had the opportunity to meet yet, my name is Ryan Dilworth. I'm the Student Ministries Director here at LifePoint. If we haven't met yet, I would love the opportunity to do that after this service. I don't know if you noticed when you walked in, but we have three tables set up out in the lobby highlighting all of our Family Life Ministries. So stop by there, say hi to our leaders, say hi to me. We would love to get connected with you and get to know you a little bit more. Something to know about me is that I am super passionate about student ministries, and I get to hang out every single Sunday morning and throughout the week with our amazing middle school and high school students. I do just want to say, it smells a little bit better in here. Just going to throw that out there. Um, We're still working on those middle schoolers and deodorant. Um, Just kidding. I love them. Middle schoolers are great. I, I did get a few thank you emails, though, from parents this past week because we had a Water Wars event. We had this big slip and slide, and to make it slipperier, we did some dish detergent. Talk about a good way to trick a middle schooler into a bath. Our, uh, <laughs> our leaders were pretty proud of that one, parents were thankful, um, and we had a great time. But over these next few moments this morning, I just want to share a little bit about myself, a little bit of my story, and then I want to talk about a few things that are really near and dear to my heart. I grew up in a great church. I actually attended a Christian school for my whole educational experience. I had a Bible under my arm and a collared shirt on six days a week between church and school. I was the quintessential Christian kid, right? Wrong. There were times in my life where even though I was surrounded by things that in theory would push me closer to God, I felt really Far from him. There was something that was missing in my life. And it wasn't until I got to probably about high school that I started to pick up on what this thing was. Other than the day that I got saved and trusted Jesus as my Savior, there was one pivotal thing that had a huge impact on my faith. And that one thing was people. People. There were people in my life, just like you heard about in that video a few moments ago, that pushed me to become who I am today. There's one person specifically, my student pastor through middle school and high school, who really pushed me to be the man I am today. If it wasn't for him, I dare to say I probably wouldn't be standing on this stage this morning. His influence in my life was huge and it made a big difference. And that Is exactly why I am doing what I'm doing today. I love family ministry because I want to see our leaders walk with students from the time they're in nursery until they walk across that stage at graduation and beyond. I want to see our leaders have that same influence that somebody had in my life. That's a beautiful picture. We can all nod our heads to that. That sounds amazing. But it doesn't always work like that. I think. A lot of times, we, as the church, we don't see the importance of that. I want to share some statistics with you quickly this morning. Did you know that by the age of nine, a child has already formed his or her basic moral foundation? By the age of 13, they've come to an understanding about God, his love, and eternity. According to the Barna Research Group, over half of people who come to accept Christ do so before the age of 12. And only 13%, only 13% make commitments after the age of 21. So by the time they're out of our family life ministries, only 13% make decisions for Christ. Those are some startling statistics. Statistics. And that is why we care so much about family ministries here at LifePoint. That's why we desire to partner with parents, like it tells us in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs 22.6. Many of you have probably heard this verse before. It says this. It says, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. And here's what I love about that verse. That verse is not just addressed to parents. We often hear that verse at parent conferences or in sermons, talking to parents, but the truth is, that verse is talking to us. The book of Proverbs is written to any Christian, any believer, who desires wisdom, and I don't know about you, but I'll always take a little more wisdom. So this verse here, Proverbs 22, 6, is saying that it is our responsibility. It is our calling as a church family to help set the spiritual trajectory for the next generation. Students, kids, and hugs ministries, they're not separate from the church as a whole. You are a part of family life here at LifePoint, and that includes everybody. Whether you have a family yourself, you're a single young adult, or maybe you're a senior citizen, and everything in between, you are a part of family ministry at LifePoint. I want to just say, a lot of times people say this phrase that children and students, they're the church of tomorrow. They're the next generation. But I just want to say this morning, they are the church of today. They are the church of today. The foundation of our church is literally in the basement of this building. No pun intended. I love puns. They are the hope that we have to pour into Today And I just want to say this, especially about students and even some kids. The fact that they are here and wanting to get poured into is huge. Because I know many high schoolers, I know many high schoolers when I was their age, that did not want to be at church. They did not want to be poured into. So the fact that they are here and wanting it is huge. And we got to do something about that. So what can we do? This is where I want to end real short talk here. What can we do to better embrace the vision of family ministry at LifePoint? If you've been here throughout the summer over the past 8, 10, 30, I don't know how many weeks, we've been in this series called Spiritually Healthy. And we've been talking about how we can be more spiritually healthy as believers and as a church. So I want to propose this morning that one of the ways we can be more spiritually healthy as a church is by caring about and embracing this vision of family ministry. The goal of this whole service has been to show you how amazing our kids, students, and hugs ministries are. They're special ministries here at LifePoint. So maybe for you, your first step and your kind of takeaway today is to simply be aware that all this is going on here at LifePoint. I would encourage you one morning, even if you don't have a student or a kid, walk down the stairs right out there in the lobby and see the hustle and bustle of kids and student ministries downstairs. If you go down there every Sunday morning, you know what I'm talking about. There's this energy, there's this sense of joy, and you can tell that God is doing something amazing in our kids and students. So maybe your first step is to just be aware. Notice that this is going on. Maybe for you, The next step is to give to these ministries in some way. And I'm not necessarily talking about monetary giving. Prayer is a great way that you can give to our family life ministries here at LifePoint. Pray for our leaders. Pray for our students. Pray for our programs. Even if you're not dropping off a student, as you walk in the door and come to your seat in here, just pray that everything that's happening downstairs goes well and that students find God. Maybe God is even calling you this morning to give of your time and physically step in to one of these ministries. This is not at all a sales pitch for serving in family ministries, but maybe, just maybe, God is calling someone here this morning to be that difference in a student's life and be a part of the life change that happens every single Sunday morning right below us. Let's pray. God, we love you. Thank you for every single person in this room. God, thank you for this service, for uh, the bucket band, to the amazing worship team full of students, to the awesome videos we were able to see of the powerful testimonies that these leaders have. God, we love you. We love you so much. We love these ministries. I just pray over this fall I pray over the new school year, I pray as new leaders move into these ministries, God, that we're able to walk alongside these students and be a part of that life change that you've called us all to. So God, we love you. I pray that you'll bless the rest of our service. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Thanks, Ryan. I like that guy. He's always wearing khaki pants and a great button down. I think you look smart. And you did great today. I'm proud of you, and I like your glasses; they're cool too. Um, so, before we get started with worship, I just wanted to share, in the spirit of Next Generation Weekend, we have a lot of kids that have amazing stories that are on stage um, leading you in worship today, and I, I wanted you to hear one. And so, this is my good friend Nathan Peterson, Nate. Um so Nate's been back there playing the drums. If you've been enjoying that, that's what—that's his wheelhouse right now. Um, but how long have you been playing drums and why did you learn them? So
2: I've actually only been playing drums for a little under a year. Um, right. I started uh, early September with Drew, um, but I realized that you know there's like no student drummers pretty much and that's always something that I've been wanting to do you know when I was a kid I was one of those kids that would like watch the worship team like only watch the drummer and do like the little like hand thing on the drum because you know I've always wanted to be up there and then I finally found an opportunity because there were no student drummers and then um, you know I saw that and then I reached out to Drew and said hey I want to learn drums
1: like last year (laughs) yeah no big deal. Just I've been doing this my whole life, and he mastered it in a year. Not, it's not a big deal. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But so anyway, continue. I'm sorry. I just I needed to make a snarky comment. <laughs>
2: but but yeah. Um, so uh, you know, I reached out to him. and Then he gave me a couple songs to learn. I uh, just kind of learn them. And then the first thing I ever did was play the Cajon on stage uh, the Sunday after Thanksgiving of last year. Um, and then, you know, we kept working with each other. He would, like, give me set lists, and then I would learn them. He'd give me feedback. And the first time I ever played drums on stage was in the underground, uh, early March of this year. And I only played, like, once or twice a month, and then I kept playing more and more until I was playing down there, like, every week. And then, uh, finally he brought me up here, uh, for my first time, uh, early July, and I've been playing here.
1: So, like, just to, I mean, there's a, yeah, clapboard. That's amazing. So just to reiterate the power of this story is that this kid did not know how to play the drums, no, knew that we did not have a drummer downstairs and just said, I'll try it. And now he's playing up here. He's in my rotation. He's my youngest, most inexperienced drummer, but he's one of my best. And that's the way God works. God equips you for the things that you don't understand when you're faithful and you step forward. But in addition to that, if that was the only thing you did, I'd be proud of you. But like, that's not even like half of what you do. How, you, you, you serve here in other ways, right? What do yes. you do?
2: Uh, so first off, I'm a small group leader. Um, I'm a seventh grade small group leader now. Um, and then I'm also doing other things like I'm on the student leadership team. Um, but the main thing I do is a small group leader. So I've been doing that for five years. I started when I was in seventh grade and, um, I started leading a group of second graders and then I actually started moving up with them, you know, into breakaway and then eventually into middle school. Um, so I've been doing that for five years now.
1: Now I heard that those kids are now the same age you were when you started leading them and now they are leading second graders as well.
2: They are. Yeah. So, um, a lot of them actually started were small group leaders, like counselors for a creative arts camp that happened a couple of weeks ago. And, um... You know, I was really proud of them because now, like, seeing them grow has just been amazing to me. And now they're stepping into leadership positions. And like Drew said, they're the age I was when I started being their small group leader. You know, and now I'm a senior and they're in seventh grade. And I've just been been able to see them grow. You
1: understand how amazing that is? Like, do you understand? Yeah, I mean, we preach from the stage a lot. And we say with our mouths a lot that, like, When we invest in kids or when we invest in our church, there's a reward, it it, it comes back tenfold. Even at the very least, like just to see an example of a person who just said, you know what, God, I'm not necessarily equipped right now, but you're going to equip me on the way and I have faith in you. And now he's responsible for continuing that generationally. One kid in seventh grade said yes to serving, seventh grader to serving. And now he's got a handful of kids Now there are going to be five kids with five groups that have that story. You see how amazing that is, and that's how it starts. And so I just want to tell you, I'm proud of you, dude, and also like I'm humbled by you, and I'm I'm I appreciate you teaching me a lesson because I've learned from you. You've helped me grow because of your faithfulness. And so um, just for nostalgia's sake and just to kind of feature him because I'm super proud of him and I think he's awesome, um, we we're going to just play a little bit of Reckless Love. It was the first song that we learned together and then we're going to continue worshiping. So if you guys would stand with us, we're just going gonna to worship together. He's going to play the sample pad and we're just going gonna to sing praises to Jesus and then we'll continue with our service.